Good morning. The first heatwave of summer is starting to roll across the country. Temperatures are rising in four states, triggering a host of warnings. As Liam Tapper reports, Sydney's west is among the regions bracing for the hottest day of the year. Good morning. Well, parts of the country are set to swelter today as temperatures rise into the 40s across Australia. Residents in WA, South Australia, Queensland, New South Wales, the ACT and the Top End are being warned of dangerous conditions as the temperatures rise. The heat is expected to peak in Melbourne on Friday with the temperature forecast into the mid-30s. It will be followed by a potential thunderstorm. In Sydney, the hottest day of the week is set to be Saturday, with temperatures going to soar into the 40s. A cool change will come later on in the day with Sunday, the temperature dropping once again. We knew that this was going to be a hot summer because of El Nino. We're talking about the highest end of the category scale for heat waves, and that's because temperatures are pushing into the mid-40s. Western Sydney could see maximum temperatures reaching about 44 degrees. We haven't seen those kind of temperatures since 2020, which was around the Black Saturday bushfires. Brisbane has escaped the worst of this week's heat wave, with the capital only set to hit 32 for the rest of the week. There is catastrophic fire danger warnings in place for large parts of South Australia, with the Bureau of Meteorology citing very dry, hot and unstable conditions with strong to gale force northeasterly winds coming in, with blackouts possible from today. There is a health warning in place for people right around the country to limit exercise outside, keep hydrated and where possible to stay indoors. And at the same time, a long stretch of the Queensland coast is on alert as tropical cyclone Jasper continues to intensify. Forecasters say the weather system could develop into a Category 5 as Georgia Costi reports. Well, residents in North Queensland are on edge as tropical cyclone Jasper continues to make its way towards the Queensland coast. It is currently a Category 4 cyclone, but there is still some potential for it to be upgraded to a Category 5, and that would come with some really damaging conditions, things like wind gusts of up to 280 kilometres an hour. The Weather Bureau now believes that the cyclone has the potential to hit the areas anywhere from Mackay right up to Cooktown. In Mackay, we have seen people making some preparations. They were stripping supermarket shelves bare and stocking up on the essentials. The local council in Mackay has also organised 14 different locations where people can go and get sandbags. In Brisbane, at the State Emergency Centre, there are daily meetings held between leaders as well, so they can stay up to date with the latest conditions and put any plans they need to in place. The Weather Bureau says over the weekend there is potential that this system could actually weaken but the trouble is as it then gets closer to our coast next week that's when it also has the potential to re-intensify and that's largely been the issue with this system it has been so unpredictable and hard to track throughout this whole time. A lot of people in Queensland are on edge this week. We haven't seen a cyclone of this scale since Cyclone Debbie in 2017. A breakthrough deal has been reached by the United States Senators allowing the transfer of nuclear-powered submarines to Australia by 2030. Let's bring in political reporter Jennifer Beshwati, who's standing by in Canberra for us. Morning to you, Jen. Just how important is this development? 
Good morning, Sally. Well, it's a very significant move and it means that the AUKUS Security Pact is a step closer to reality. After months of wrangling on Capitol Hill, including a direct plea from Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, who was in Washington last month, United States senators have finally reached a deal that authorises the sale of three nuclear-powered submarines to Australia. It also fast-tracks the sharing of defence technology between allies to strengthen security in the Indo-Pacific. Now, an official vote on the submarines legislation in US Congress could be as early as next week. We are hopeful of a good result, um, and if we achieve that good result, then what's in prospect is a once-in-a-generation change, creating a seamless defence industrial uh, base across our two countries. And Jim, we have another significant trip for the government in coming weeks. What can you tell us about that? Sally Penny Wong is expected to visit Israel early next year to signal Australia's support for peace in the region. She'll meet with key counterparts in Israel, also the West Bank and countries with influence in the Middle East. Now, the foreign minister has backed Israel's right to defend itself, but also consistently raised the dire situation for Palestinians in Gaza. Now, a cross-party delegation of politicians will actually travel to Israel next week, and that includes Shadow Minister Simon Birmingham. Parliament has spoken across at least parties of government uh, with a common voice, um, including the need for respect for international law. Uh, but we will be there clearly indicating the support uh, that Australia has demonstrated uh, for Israel. Yeah, it comes as calls intensify for an immediate ceasefire in the region with the United uh, Nations warning that it's on the brink of collapse. Mm. Sal? All right, thanks very much. Jen Beshwadi in Canberra for us there. Climate protesters have blocked a major arterial road into Melbourne this morning for a third day in a row. Extinction Rebellion activists staking out an exit of the Westgate Freeway before a dozen police cars arrived. How do you feel about being arrested? And not happy because I'm fighting for the planet. The planet needs saving. The same group is planning another protest this afternoon and hundreds of people are expected to join a demonstration tomorrow.